Uh, welcome everybody to another veteran cast. We are downtown today, uh, 10th and Pennsylvania at HVAF. Uh, that's helping veterans and families of Indiana. The mission of VeteranCast is to educate, inform, and improve the lives of veterans in our community. This is a podcast hosted and produced by veterans in order to serve our sisters and brothers. At ease. Uh, to give some background, and then we'll get into introductions. In 2019, 1,438 veterans were served by the organization, uh, and they provide services to all veterans, active duty, reserve, National Guard, and regardless of discharge status. Uh, 459 veterans were permanently housed by HVAF, uh, 178 veterans employed by HVAF, 115 veterans received legal services, and then uh, distributed to 888 veterans was 53,000 pounds of food and almost 35,000 pounds of clothing and household items. That's absolutely incredible. Those are some big numbers. Yeah. Well, so, so let's go around the table and introduce everybody. Hi, everyone. This is Robert White, Director of Community Engagement with Helping Veterans and Families. Hi, I'm Andrea DeCamp, and I'm the Advancement Coordinator at HVAF. And... I'm Matt Hall, <laughs> and I help Doug carry the equipment. Yeah, and and he's here for me to cheer on Navy when they beat Army. So there it is. <laughs> Go there Army. it is. <laughs> Come on, Army. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, so so those are official sounding titles. What is what is it day to day? What you guys are doing at the organization? Yeah. Um, so still. Learning as I go. Yeah. I've been in the role for about five months now, and, and for me it's been an amazing opportunity just to get out and, and bring awareness to um, this, this, this amazing group of our uh, Indiana Hoosier heroes, um, an opportunity for them to um, really connect with folks that are open to helping um, and giving these veterans a hand up as they're kind of um, going through life's trials right now. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'm the one-man marketing person, essentially. Um, I mean, I have support from other people. But you better say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I, but I am the main point of contact for marketing and media relations. I'm kind of the storyteller of the organization. I'm the person who gets to um, really tell veteran stories via video, blog, social media, and through the news. Yeah, and we'll and we'll absolutely share. Uh, HVAF of Indiana is uh, across mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So yes. make sure you follow them online for updates and everything. Uh, and then uh, since you're the storyteller, mm -hmm. still tell the story. So HVAF, how did it start? And you know, uh, well, it started in 1993, right? It did. Uh, and it started out. I mean, it started. Help me, Robert. Yeah, it started sure. with. So interestingly enough, it was started by three uh, VA employees. Um, they had an opportunity to really affect change um, in the rapid rehousing space at the time. Um, it started out as actually kind of like a pilot project um, where they had two, um, two bedroom home that they wow. converted into a, a permanent, I'm sorry, uh, rapid housing. And, um, you know, it was so successful and the need was so dire that um, 
you know, HVAF was formed. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. They were originally part of a national coalition, but I eventually they became more localized. Mm-hmm. Well, and, the, and Matt, now l- last year, or when I first met you, you had some startling statistics, too, on homelessness here in the area and veterans, and, and, and basically the veterans were a majority of, of some of the homelessness issues and housing issues, right? I, I don't know about the majority. I know veterans account for about 25% of the pot of the homeless population okay. in Marion County uh, and really central Indiana. I know um, the number is about 1,600 total, which that makes veterans anywhere. We, we, the veteran population has been bouncing between the high 300s and low 400s for the last four years. Uh, we've been doing a great job as a city trying to get our hands wrapped around the uh, the continuum of care and, and what it takes to apply for, for grant money from HUD as a city, because it's not just HVAF that's that's doing homeless work in Indianapolis. There's other organizations, the VA, Intercare, Volunteers of America, they're all doing great work. So it's not just, we wanna make sure that HVAF isn't solely responsible for applying for money. Right. We have all come together as a community to try to address this. HVAF is, is really leading the way in a lot of the veteran causes and doing a great job. Uh, so we want to make sure that we accentuate that and, and bring them and help them out in, in everything that we can do. Yeah, and you guys, uh, funding funding comes through. Yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you, Matt, and and we really appreciate the um, the partnership with the city of Indianapolis and a lot of our community partners to help uh, you know bring focus and awareness to you know the homeless population situation as a whole, not just veterans. Right. Um, and we, we uh, count ourselves very lucky to be part of that coalition to try and end veteran homelessness. Um, but to answer your question in regards to funding sources, um, obviously a lot of um, the opportunities that we have to serve our veterans come by way of um, you know, funding from the VA hospital. Um, there's been a long, rich relationship with them. Um, and allowing us to, you know, work on that mission. Um, we also have most recently received a um, a Lilly Endowment grant. Oh, fantastic! Um, so yeah, absolutely, um, which has been uh, very helpful as we start to try and impact more um, of the folks that we can potentially serve. Um, we have, you know, generous partners, um, individual and organizations uh, that do donations. Um, by way of, um, you know, financial means or um, by goods and services in-kind donations. So one of the things as, as a community is is the, is the VA and HUD actually give money to two different communities around the country. But it's not just a population-based or how many organizations you have. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into applying for that money, uh, the different programs that different organizations have, the different, uh, you know, are you addressing – uh, younger vets, older vets, uh, vets with, with behavioral health issues, all different kinds of programs. And Indianapolis, w- with the help of, of HVAF and, and the VA and Intercare and the VOA, have this year, we've, well, over the last few years, we've increased our grant money coming in from, uh, I, I, forgive me, I might mess the number, I think it's about $4.8 million to about $6.3 million. Wow. So this year is, is one of the years that we've received the most amount of money from the VA and HUD. So we're really put, we're really in a good position uh, to to really put some good things forward towards veteran homelessness in Indianapolis this year. That's incredible. Well, can you go uh, go through you know uh, some of the services that you provide these veterans? Kind of walk through those. Sure. 
Um, we So we offer housing assistance, and that uh, goes with rapid rehousing, temporary housing, and most recently permanent supportive housing, which is our most recent addition. Uh, and that goes with anything with help supporting um, utility assistance, payment assistance if things are if veterans had a hard time um, or if they need a place to live temporarily until they kind of get their feet on the ground or if they need a place permanently. Wow. Yeah, we're really excited about the uh, per- per- permanent supportive housing. Um, this is some uh, kind of fairly new in the last uh, year or so. We've really uh, kind of listened to the tea leaves, so to speak, and realized that there's been more of a need for permanent supportive housing. We've uh, been very um, mindful about transitioning some of the current housing that we had into a permanent supportive housing. And this just simply means that somebody can have a forever home but still take advantage of all the resources that HVAF provides. That's incredible. Yeah, the grant per diem and the, the, the rapid rehousing model versus the permanent supportive model. Indian, the history with Indianapolis is Indianapolis and HVAF then – HVAF did a really great job of of attacking the the rapid rehousing model and getting veterans off the street as soon as possible. We came to find out that, and, and we when we did it, we did it hard, and we, we applied for as much money as we could, and we got this great program up and running for rapid rehousing as a city, as a community. But we found that permanent supportive housing would help house longer term, and on the long term, it's less expensive. So think of Section 8 type housing, but it's also attached with VA medical benefits. So in order to be in permanent supportive housing, you get what, what they call wraparound services. Mm-hmm. And these veterans, they don't get 90 days. They get years worth yeah. of mm-hmm. it, it, the word permanent gets thrown in there instead of rapid. So it's it, But with that as our community, and, and it, HVAF has figured out that it's not, it, it, you can't, it's not turning a tank. It's turning a battleship. Yeah. And it, it takes us a while to kind of switch our programs from that, that initial rapid rehousing s- strength to more of the permanent supportive strength. And, and HVAF has been uh, one of the leaders in the community figuring out how to do that, as not just for their organization, but really helping out the whole community and the other organizations. Because i got to say, as great as, as HVAF is, um, they are part of the community and they are a leader in the community as far as attacking the the veteran homelessness and they've been a great uh great asset to the community as a whole that's awesome um and then you also have other i mean we're sitting in a community room right now and seeing stacked boxes and everything else so so we have a we're sitting in the community center which also includes our pantries so we have a pantry where veterans and their families can go and um kind of shop for their goods for food that they need for hygiene items which is something that's actually not included in SNAP benefits and so uh, they're able to kind of get the things that they need in that aspect of their life that maybe they couldn't have gotten before and uh, and and people can drop off those goods here mm-hmm. right yes yeah, absolutely um, I just wanted to comment I mean this this very swanky very nice community <laughs> center that we that we have is a um, really a highlight to, you know, the generous partnerships that we are able to develop. Um, This is one of our 
the big thank you to Farm Bureau Insurance for um, them coming alongside of us and creating this project. Um, this space is, you know, specifically for our veterans to come in and, um, you know, this is a safe place for them to come in and, and you know, still can continue to have that camaraderie with their brothers and sisters, um, as well as just kind of a safe space to kind of just hang out. Um, this is open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, the, those are the off days when we're not doing um, community outreach, which is the pantry work. Mm -hmm. um, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as um, Andrea mentioned, you know, we have our food clothing and, and um, hygiene pantries running. Um, but this has just been an amazing opportunity. Like I said, being here only about five months now, um, it's just a great labor of love from, you know, all staff, all volunteers. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Brian Copes, our president and CEO, and, you know, our leadership team. And HVAF is, is, is really trying to be, um, you know, servant leaders in our community. That's awesome. You, you mentioned the, the you mentioned a couple of things with the pantry, hygiene pantry. Mm -hmm. uh, so what kind of items are in the, the free pantry? And also, like, what kind of items are you accepting from other people? Well, I mean, we have both um, food, which is like canned goods, but also we take, we recently had received a fridge and freezer, correct? Mm -hmm. And so we can take cold items like meats and cheeses. Meats, and cheeses, milks, perishables. Perishables, things yeah. like that. Um, um, but also we'll take hygiene items like shampoo, conditioner, soaps, deodorant, razors, um are those like the, the hospital size or just if anybody wants to buy, pick up an extra extra bottle and throw it in the basket and take it down to HVAP? Is that yeah, definitely yeah. definitely HVAP, not. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. get Thank it right. Thank you. It's funny you mentioned, um, so HVAF, we, we, we're trying to kind of change from using HVAF just because um, it's, it's hard. It, it sometimes confuses folks with uh HVAC, HVAC. Right. Um, yeah. And we really wanted to make sure that we, we sounded out each one of those letters to stand for helping veterans and families. There's been a, a, a major shift in model where, you know, predominantly we, we, we work with individual veterans and now we see more veterans and family in tow um, that need that, that help and assistance. So we're trying to kind of soft rebrand to focus on helping veterans and families now. Mm -hmm. What's, what's the, uh, what's the radius? Is it, is it inside the circle kind of 465? Is it, is it? Yeah, yeah for us is, uh, is central Indiana and the donut. Okay. Um, we, there are some expansion plans out in the future mm -hmm. where we'd like to, to make sure that we are, um, you know, more helpful to mo yeah. those outside of the donut. Um, we we like to say that we're willing to help anybody, um, right. and we have a lot of uh, you know sister states that are planning to use uh, Rattlebush VA Medical Center as being that kind of that major hub. Us being in such close proximity, there yeah. are usually a lot of uh, out of state uh, veterans that will come in and, and seek our services as well. So um, when when you say you you want to help everybody, what what kind of programs do you have internal that you like to offer? Yeah. Um, so we've talked a lot about, um, you know, housing. Mm -hmm. um, we also have, um, you know, employment services, which which I'm really impressed with the um, the four young ladies that we have as, as our employment team, um, them being directly responsible for staffing 178 veterans throughout our, you know, the community with our community partners. Um, but they really um, operate in a in a lens of love and continue to stay with those veterans mm -hmm. throughout their uh, career journey um we also offer so, um the can I, pantry. Can I ask yeah a question about that so are, are you helping the 178 
veterans and families that you have internal or can somebody just come down and access your employment program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, great question, Matt. Um, every Monday at 10 a.m., uh, there is a employment meeting. Um, obviously, anybody, regardless of discharge status, are able to take advantage of any and all of our services, but specifically on Monday at 10, if you have um, employment needs, we ask that you come through that meeting and then they will connect you with an employment specialist and you'd work with them individually until you get your needs met. So even if you're not receiving homeless benefits from, from HVAF, you can still come and access those, those Abs- programs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You, you also mentioned something I wanted to ask, uh, discharge status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so explain that because we all not not all of us know but to be to receive va benefits you need uh 180 days of active federal service and an honorable discharge how how when you say regardless of discharge status what do you mean yeah well exactly that um for the individuals that have received an honorable discharge they have an opportunity to plug in the va benefits where those are are great resources Um, but we really wanted to to take a look at well, what about the other folks? They all serve, whether they served one day in the service or, you know, had a retirement. When we wanted to make sure that the the folks that slipped through the cracks potentially or have the potential to to slip through, we wanted to make sure they were still supported. Um, so, you know, we we're proud to, um, you know, not be discriminative of anybody's military status. If you served one day, you can still come in with us. National Guard, even if you have not had active duty status and you need help. Will help you that's so, good because I've, I've actually met a couple of veterans that they actually did tours overseas and everything else and then they got a you know a drug issue and were somebody. discharged yeah. and everything else and so that's i love hearing that just because you know on them not being able to get some of those other benefits i think is is uh is a little bit tragic awesome mission it really is so if you have a an alternate discharge issue just get a hold of hvaf and mm-hmm. See what it takes to, to come down. It might be a, D, a DD-214. It might be an NGB-22. It might be whatever the documentation is that you have. Come on down with it, and uh, and re- you can access some of the benefits and services. Absolutely. And so it doesn't. You don't necessarily need to be registered with the VA, right? You just have your- no. Um, if you if you have your DD-214 as well, like you said, and, and the other list that you came in. Um, honestly. I think I've, I've seen somebody with a picture in uniform. We, we, we're going to help you as much as we can. Um, and for whatever reason, if, if we aren't a good match for you, we're able to connect you with some other, um, you know, very friendly organizations throughout the community that can be able to uh, assistance. I'd say it's another one that deserves, you know, attention there, right, is because some veterans, especially ones that wind up, you know, homeless and everything else, they've lost everything. Mm-hmm. They've lost their paperwork. They've lost, you know, their DD-214 and everything, and so that's great. Let me put a plug in. If, if you, when you have a DD-214, take it down to your county recorder's office, wherever you are, and get that thing certified with the county recorders. That way it's always there at the county. So if your house mm-hmm. burns down, if you lose it in a flood or whatever else, you can always go back to your county recorder's office and get a certified copy of it. It's free. It takes you an hour probably to drive down there, park, at least maybe if you're in Marion County, two hours to find parking and get through <laughs> security. But and anywhere can do it. And that way, if, if you ever need to come back, you can always call it. Like if, if you show up to HVF and say, ah, you know what, I had it certified in Santa Clara County, California. Well, then HVF can get on the phone, find out that phone number, mm-hmm. call down there and get that certified copy sent over. It's too easy. So. Yeah. And we have a really great staff of 37 caseworkers who really work hard to make sure 
any of our clients and future clients get what they need. That's fantastic. So you said the employment programs. Do you have any other programs? Well, uh, Andrew just shared with us um, our case management side. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we talked about our food clothing and hygiene pantries. Um, am I missing anything? I th well, there are other opportunities throughout, like, our community center. Like, we've got vet-to-vet -vet peer groups and things like that that um, clients can be a part of. And then we've also got specific outreach where we have someone who goes out on a daily basis to homeless camps and finds those who might need help from us and connects with them, develops relationships with them um, so that if they need help or if they choose to get the help they need from us, yeah. we're there. In partnership with um, an amazing uh, legal service mm -hmm. that we um, are able to tap into, we have a legal uh, team that comes in every Monday. It's with uh, Neighborhood Christian Legal Clinic. Um, they come in every Monday and they, uh, you said earlier, they helped 115 veterans last year receive the legal help they needed. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I keep saying that's fantastic, but it's fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think about that, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, I, I think it's having someone hyper-focused on this issue is really just uh, incredible. And, and uh, obviously, you know, you guys are touching a lot of people and making a big difference. Um, how, how can our listeners, you know, whether they're, they own their own business or whether they're just uh, another veteran that wants to help a brother or sister or, or whether it's someone just listening that, that wants to help veterans, how can people help out with you guys? Oh, absolutely. Great question. Um, so typically, I would say if you, if you would inquire or want additional information, um, please visit our website at hvaf.org. Um, typically, we have ways to get plugged in, but, um, you know, we can, we can definitely walk through it right now. Um, so organizations that um, would like to get involved with our mission, um, encourage you guys to to reach out um email me personally um again robert white uh r white at hvaf.org again r white at hvf.org um <laughs> love to to you know just really connect with you and figure out what it is that you'd like to do there are opportunities to plug in as far as um you know donation drives um you could People can volunteer their time, which, you know, sometimes people can't always give a lot of money right. for their own issues, but uh, they can donate time. And we often need people to come help out at our different properties, uh, whether it's painting rooms or helping in our pantry. So, That's yeah, so definitely opportunities to build, um, you know, if there's a corporate service project that needs that can be completed. Um, we can kind of utilize your subject matter expertise uh, for the organization. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it just comes down to, to, to really just wanting to help. Yeah. Um, so we have we house 200 veterans in um, a mix of 13 properties throughout central Indiana. So there's always any type of need um, associated with home ownership. Um, and then as well as, you know, on our website, we have some of our uh, wish list items mm -hmm. or um, needed items. Actually, one, one um, neat story um, this past week, we, um, Andrea, in fact, had uh, posted a, um, a story, Facebook story, of how low our um, certain items in our pantry were. And it was kind of a, you know, ring the bell of, it, of alarm. Yeah, we did have some pretty bare shelves in our pantry 
for very specific items. And so I shared it on Facebook and um, we had a person who's part of an organization come to us and say, we want to uh, help out and well, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll say, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> big shout out to um, Edwards Electrical and uh, Mechanical, um, them and their parent organization, MEP. Um, they came in and, and they said, how can we help? You know, they actually recently had developed a veterans group of about 40 plus individuals at Edwards. So they're definitely a, wow. a, a military uh, favorable organization. Um, but they, they immediately said, hey, well, we've already started a donation drive. Um, we, we feel like we would be failing if we didn't at least develop two pallets of, of canned good items, excuse me, in the next couple of weeks. Um, they followed up. We had a meeting with them yesterday. They came back and they doubled down on that. So wow. uh, we're really excited, um, you know, and there have been some some very favorable uh, traction with that that post. And I mean, the need is great, but um, I mean, you're helping such an amazing group of men and women. Mm-hmm. So and to tie along with that, another way people can help is by sharing the message. Yep. So when we're posting things on social media, you know, sharing that, sharing our stories so that people know what's going on and how they can help. Is there a newsletter on the site too? If they we do up? share. Great. Yeah, we do have a monthly newsletter that we send out and uh, as well as a blog and YouTube. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, the, like I get, uh, I'm going to, we'll have it in the show notes as well. Uh, but HVAF of Indiana, if you look those up on any of those, uh, you'll be able to find them and, and uh, follow them and, and get involved. Yeah, no. I, I again, they've been uh, a leader in the community for for years, and uh, I only see more great things to come uh, in the community as a whole, and not just the homeless arena. I mean, they're they're doing so much more in leadership and and uh, and guidance to other vets. You know, not not just the extremely um, in need, but but also some mentorship and guidance and and leadership to a lot of other vets in the community so they're, they're good people to know and, and good people to to come around and be around perfect well uh, thank you so much for what you guys are doing too uh, thanks doug for having you, us. you probably work every day at this and don't hear thank yous too much but as veterans you know we really appreciate it as well yeah and by the way i don't know that everybody understands that this podcast was totally sprung today <laughs> <laughs> like we were just coming for a conversation yeah. and we, we pulled out some podcast stuff i wasn't gonna like, say anything man <laughs> i was Here, a little we'll nervous talk about it. They, let's pull out all the microphones yeah, exactly <laughs> so they did a great job and uh we we feel like not just uh doug and i can can go away with the information but uh you know all the listeners of veteran cast yeah absolutely thank you so much thank you thank you Please visit VeteranCast.com for additional information. Subscribe to our podcast, and we'd also appreciate a review. God bless you, and God bless America.